You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Welcome. Hey, Stacy, we're flying solo today. We are. Okay. So the guys are out hunting and uh, they've been out there for a few days. And it was a big joke because they said that I was seeing more deer when I was out driving, which I didn't see any, than they were actually <laughs> seeing when they were hunting. But right before we started recording, we got great news. Colton got his first deer of the season. Yay! I love that. That is so cool. <laughs> awesome. There well, it is. Oh, there it is. Yep. There's I Colton with his deer. Hope. Exciting day exciting. in the Whited household. Yes, that's exciting. Well, tell him congratulations for me. That's really cool. I will definitely do it. Definitely do it. So that's some good news. Now, uh, some craziness going on right now. Obviously, everybody's aware of the economy. But, you know, I was here and I was listening to Daily Wire this morning, and I don't understand the full extent of it, but they were talking about, obviously, the new Speaker of the House was talking about what's going on in the government. He's saying he's not going to shut things down. But what does that mean, Dr. Kirk? And what does it look like in the economy right now? Well, a brief correction to your statement. Not everybody is aware of what's going on in the economy. Biden has no idea what's going <laughs> that on. That is true. I mean, he has seriously. no idea. The Not just with the economy. Cool. He has no idea about anything. No, he was bragging in Minnesota a couple of weeks ago about Bidenomics and how good it was and all the jobs that they're creating and how they've won the war against inflation. It's like, what? Dude, he must, <laughs> oh he must have been dreaming and was hoping that that's what happened, but it's For not sure. what's happening at all. No, no, it's crazy. So, all right. It is, it is crazy. And, and what we're seeing is actually getting, getting worse. So um, new speaker of the house, very hardline fiscal conservative, social conservative pro-life guy. I mean, really, mm-hmm. I, I think a divine appointment. I, I do I too. Don't, I would have ever guessed that we would have gotten somebody that that is, that um, oh, directed in their love for Jesus and everything that gets unanimous support from the house. Yeah, I mean, it's a miracle. Everybody voted for him. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. No, normally guys like that or gals like that don't get this post because they yep. want somebody who's going to waffle and buckle and, you know, basically give everybody what they want. But yet he got it. So to me, that's like God just telling all of us, it's like, I got this. Right. Yeah. I got, you have no idea the plans that I have for you. Yep. Um, but in like fact, Jeremiah, Dr. Kirk, you know, on that, I was just going to tell you um, on that, there was two prophetic words that came out from Chuck Pierce and Jeremiah Johnson, both talking about, I think it was around October the 30th, both talking about how um, that was divine, what's going on with um, Mike Johnson, and that God has some incredible plans, you know, with him. And so, and you were getting ready to, I think, quote uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, I mean, it's it's like one of my life verses, right? It's like, I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to yep. have a successful future, right? It's like, he's got this. Nothing nothing that we're seeing, all the fear, all the anxiety, all the strife, all the running out of money, all the wars and rumors of wars, God's got it. He, yep. he never let this fall out of the palm of his hand, right? So yep. what's exciting to me about all of that is what comes next, right? So So there's always a pruning process. Like if you're talking about a gardener, it's like it's painful to be pruned, but man, Mm -hmm. what comes after that is a beautiful flower, right? Or whatever. 
So I think that's what's what's coming. So we've got later this week, the debt ceiling talks come up again. And here's where I can't wrap my head around what God maybe has planned for us. Because knowing Speaker Johnson and what he stands for, he says, well, we're not going to shut down the government. It's like, well, then what are you going to do? Right. right. Because the money's not there. It's like someone's got to give a concession someplace, somewhere, somehow. You're going to have to print money um, that we don't have. I mean, mm-hmm. I, so I don't, I don't know what they're going to do unless they pull a bunch of. He's got maybe something up his sleeve. It's like, okay, we're going to pull a bunch of money out of something else that's a waste and, and apply it towards something that can be good. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've got that planned. I don't know, but outside of something that we don't know. The government has no money, mm-hmm. right? And they have to raise the debt ceiling if things are going to continue moving forward. So here's where it starts to get a little bit interesting because remember, Stacy, a couple months ago, we talked about Fitch's, the rating agency that downgraded yep. the, the U.S. sovereign debt in our treasuries. And Janet Yellen goes just yelling, at them saying, Fitches, you're so stupid. We're the U.S. government. How in the world could you downgrade us? That doesn't make any sense. You know, we're America, blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. like, well, her statements would make sense when you have the world's reserve currency. And it doesn't matter how much debt you amassed. If all nations need your money all the time, you've got built-in demand for your currency. And this is why the debt ceiling kept getting raised year after year after year after year. But since August 22nd through the 24th, when the BRICS nations met, added six of the nine largest oil producers in the world come January 1st, took away petrodollar status away from the U.S. dollar, there is no built-in demand. We've lost our reserve currency Mm -hmm. status at the worst possible time because now you've got inflationary pressures of of coming from Israel and Hamas conflict with oil that's going to go up which I actually want to address real quick because people say, Kirk said that oil is going to go up in price and it's not, it's coming down. It's like, yeah, but, but not for the reasons that you would think. Mm. So the same with silver. So silver and oil are both coming down a little bit right now. And here's where I think is happening is people in the futures markets, they put bets on it. They put these long contracts out there thinking, Oh, we're going to make money hand over fist if the price goes up. So we're going to use these leveraged paper contracts. And then for some reason, prices come down a little bit and they have a time element on futures contracts. Like it has this strike price and an expiration date and all these things. Well, if it doesn't actually go to the price that they think it's going to go to by the expiration date, they just lose all their money. So as oil came down a little bit, they're selling their long positions. So this is causing the price to come down. It's not because of supply. It's not because of demand. It's because of paper manipulation. The same thing is happening on the silver market, I believe. So you look at that and you think, man, there's conflict. There's supply chain disruptions. Mm -hmm. There's these wars. There's these rumors of wars. There's all this stuff happening. Governments are running out of money because of mismanagement because of bad investments Mm -hmm. right now, because the way that the market is, and I don't believe Biden for a second when he thinks that (laughs) Bidenomics is doing good for America and he's creating jobs. It is not, right? Anybody that goes to the store, anybody that's alive right now, they know. They're like, that is a lie. I mean, you can say it, but it doesn't mean it's the truth. 
No, I mean, it's so I ridiculous. could tell everybody on this show every single week that I'm really good at basketball and I can dunk. <laughs> I can't jump. I'm I'm not built for speed. I'm more built for I can't do that, right? So, so here's where uh, she was yelling at Fitch's. Janet Yellen was, as was Jerome Powell, saying, "How dare you lower our credit rating?" Well, what just happened over the weekend? Moody's did the same thing. Moody's just said, oh, the outlook for the U.S. Treasuries and our our credit rating has just been downgraded. It's just went negative, right? Oh, so man. now you've got Fitches and Moody's both saying that U.S. Treasuries and our sovereign debt is not so good, right? So, so what does that mean? That means that for us to attract foreign capital when we have a lower credit score, which is basically that's the equivalent of a, they're going to have to have higher rates. You're going to have to have higher rates to attract more capital. So when they say that they're going to pause interest rates because they're winning this war on inflation, again, another Biden lie, um, that's not true. Right. They, they paused rates at a higher level, which is going to be detrimental to the economy. If they were winning the war, they would lower interest rates. They didn't lower them. They paused them at high levels. Now, with this new negative outlook from Moody's, they're going to have to raise rates even more come down the road. So I think what, what's going to happen is as we raise rates, other countries are going to do the same thing. Why? Because imagine a world where there's com competition everywhere for foreign capital inflows. Mm -hmm. Japan just raised their rates for the first time in forever. Um to quote the Frozen song, <laughs> right? So, so they just actually raised their rates, and they haven't done so in like forty years or something. Oh silly. wow! Why? Because they have so much debt that they've now realized we can't have this cheap credit anymore. We we we've got we're going to have we have inflation that's coming out of the wazoo. We've got to raise our rates. So now let's say that you're the European Union. And Japan just raised their rates and the European Union said, wait a second, we used to be getting money from all these other nations and it's now going to Japan because they just raised their rates. We got to raise our rates. And then the United States says, well, man, the money that we used to get for our stinky U.S. treasuries mm -hmm. that now both Fitch's and Moody's have downgraded, all that money is now going to the European Union and Japan because they raised their rates. We've got to raise ours, right? This is classic currency wars, um, devaluation of currencies. And countries compete with each other mm -hmm. for foreign capital inflows. So this is what I see is going to be happening is we're going to see competition. Rates have to go up to attract more foreign capital. But why do they have to go up? They have to go up first and foremost because we've got a bad credit score on our U.S. treasuries from both Fitch's and Moody's. See, this is ugly, Stacey. This mm -hmm. is ugly moving forward. And policymakers have no choice but to actually print money like there's no tomorrow because we're not getting it from other nations. And so you have to raise rates to slow down that inflation. It's a vicious cycle, but this is the cycle that we're entering into economically during an election year, which makes all of this yep. even more dangerous because politicians realize that. What do politicians do in election year? They promise everything yep. under the sun to anybody and who will fulfill get the vote. <laughs> and, and, yet, and yet they don't have any money to promise, which means to me, when you connect the dots, they're going to have to print money for the broken promises that they're going to make. 
So what's going on in Japan, um, how, I mean, that in 40 years, how much does that, obviously you were talking about the United States and how that affects us, but like, that sounds pretty bad. How much does that really affect us? And what does that look like just for the mm. average American? So the fact that they haven't done this in, in decades is very significant, um, mm-hmm. but their inflation has gotten so much. So imagine if you wanted to buy a house, okay, and the prices have gone up so much that you simply can't afford it, not even on a 30-year mortgage. So you have to add Coltner Avery onto your mortgage, right? It's like wow. in Japan, they have multi-generational mortgages because you have to, because the prices have gotten so high. So you can't even, ha- I think I think they're doing 60 and 80 year mortgages. In, wow. In, which means multiple generations, right? Yep. So, so that's why they have to tame the inflation monster in Japan. So this is big because Japan's not a small nation. Mm-hmm. They're an industrial superpower. They're big. I mean, we get, I mean, look at everything we get from Japan. Um, Sony, Honda. Yep. Um, Toyota. I mean, I mean, it's a big, it's a big manufacturing country. Oh, yeah. So when they go into this economic malaise and they start raising rates, we're going to have to do the same thing. It, it does impact everything because they're not a small nation. Wow. Okay. So, you know, hearing this, obviously we've talked a lot about tangible items that kind of getting ourselves out of the way of what's going on in our economy, what's possibly going to happen to the dollar. Let's talk some more about tangible and why is silver or gold such an important thing right now in the world? Well, because silver and gold go up with inflation, right? So what Mm -hmm. everything we've been talking about is inflationary now, that's not the only reason that, that it goes up. It also acts as a flight for safety. You know, when, when the foundations around us are eroding and things mm-hmm. are falling apart, people always look for something that's safe, something that's true, something that's accountable. That's a gold and silver offer. They just really do. So as the stock market comes goes into decline, as rates continue to rise and people can't afford to spend, stock market's a function of revenue. Um, so as the bond market is a function of interest rates, nothing is working in favor of stocks or bonds right now. And it, okay, even in real estate. So I was just talking to a realtor this morning here in Denver mm-hmm. um, for, and we're downtown. So so lofts and, and property in downtown Denver, four months ago, had average inventory time of 0.3 of a month, <laughs> which may oh, mean- wow. Like a house would sell in, on average in less than a week. Oh like my gosh. Four or five now the inventory is 5.7 months out. So you oh, put a house whoa. on the in market. Four months? In four months, it went from selling in a week to selling in six months on average. And to get it to sell in six months, you've got to lower the co- the price. Wow. So, so this isn't good. So when people look at more traditional assets, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, and none of them are doing well, Mm -hmm. and the foundations and the fundamentals that cause their growth aren't there, we've got higher taxes, higher interest rates, higher inflation, wars, rumors of wars, everything going on, people will look towards gold and silver as a safety factor Mm -hmm. just for protect and preserve. Well, this is where when you allocate into something that people are going to want during crisis times, you, you beat them to the punch. 
Mm-hmm. And this is why we've been shouting it from the rooftops for a long time, because we've seen this coming. We've warned people about it. I mean, for two years now, yep. we've been warning about these things. And it's like, man, I, I hate it that we were right, but I love it that we were right because we've been help, been able to help a ton a of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. I mean, as we're traveling across the country, you know, we've been to 20, I think we're at 23 or 24 Reawaken America events. We've met a lot of patriots from all over the United States. And we have the meet and greet, lots of opportunity to meet people. And that is the, that's the first thing that always comes up in conversation is how thankful they are for this relationship that they were able to meet you to work with your team because they're able to sleep at night. I know there's a lot of people as we are, you know, going around just in this area that are concerned by the economy, what's going on. David read somewhere, it's like $700 a month more for Americans to uh, live the same lifestyle that they lived prior to Biden coming into office. So people are concerned. So having this opportunity to be able to get yourself out of the way of what's going on in the economy is critical. So Flyover Family, you can go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page. When you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to help answer questions. Get, I mean, any question that you have, They're going to be able to answer those for you so you can make intelligent decisions for your family and for your future. Or you can call 720-605-3900. Again, it's 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. You wow. Could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Flyover family, join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? 
He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Hey.